Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy... Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Paris. Carter, congratulations. Uh, I wanted to pull you in here first before we start chatting with Paris because there's a lot of things that you dealt with, I'm sure, that Paris dealt with other things. So I want to ask you some stuff. First of all, how are you feeling? I feel fantastic. You know, I used to be known as uh, Carter. Now I'm just known as the luckiest man on the planet, so yeah. couldn't be happier. <laughs> yeah, you had uh, quite a three days. I was at two out of the three, and I don't know how you're still walking. I don't know how you're alive. <laughs> Yeah, I think we were just going on adrenaline, euphoria. As everyone knows, all I wanted to do was make sure Paris had her fairy tale wedding and uh, took a lot of months and a lot of hours of planning. But uh, I think what I love when I reflect on the weekend, and obviously Paris and I spent uh, all day yesterday, I think we made the wise decision not to do a post-wedding brunch. Mm. Uh, I always joke around, I always feel like the brunch on Sunday is a bad idea because the people who go to it, feel awful yeah. because they just came from a party. And the people who don't go to it feel awful because they feel like they should go to it. So I feel like one of the best things we did was no post-wedding no post brunch. And so we just got to sit yesterday and reflect on everything and talk about all the little anecdotes and stories. And did you see this person do that? And what I was telling Paris was more than anything, I just love that the weekend was so authentic to us. And, and, you know, obviously Paris just looked absolutely stunning and like the Princess Bride uh, she was. But as I told her, um, people's first sentence were was always, wow, doesn't Paris look beautiful? And I mm-hmm. said, well, of course, right? That's mm-hmm. obvious. 
But then I very, very quickly, people would say, gosh, this weekend's just been so great. I see why you two are so perfect together. I see your laughter, your tears, your goofiness, the fun you have. And so Mm -hmm. I love that the weekend was just very authentic between the different nights and the kind of the things within each night. Very different nights, by the way. (laughs) Neon Carnival and then the reception alone, let alone the wedding the night before. You had Diplo perform at the Neon Carnival, which is insane. Sunday or Saturday's performances were incredible. Um, Were you able to relax and enjoy or were you on kind of alert the whole time? (laughs) I'd go half and half, right? For me, it was all about just making sure Paris got her magical weekend. And as people, anyone who's gotten married knows, there's just a lot of moving parts, especially in Paris's case, you know, got to get her to the outfit change, get her back from the outfit change. I think uh, it was nice two out of the three nights having people check their cameras because it just made people more present given the circumstances. Yeah. Because even at the Neon Carnival, everybody wants a photo because everybody they want to make sure they want to, you know, take that photo, get it on the gram and get those likes. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, I think it's it's hard because everybody knows that this is like, such a rare, exciting moment, you know, that Paris Hilton, who I feel like we all wanted to find love our entire lives, basically, (laughs) has finally found it. And you're the perfect person. So on Saturday, when there was no phones, you could tell everybody was a little bit more present. Everybody was really, really there for you guys, which was so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It was just great. We had so many great people. And I think, you know, people have just rooted for Paris just because anyone who knows Paris knows how kind and authentic she is. So and nice. I think this was just kind of the the perfect uh, next chapter after her documentary. I think obviously she opened up to the world and for the first time showed people, you know, mm-hmm. although she's had a tremendous life and a really fortunate upbringing, right? She's gone through her struggles and her challenges. And, you know, as she said, I think in the documentary, you know, after um, her last boyfriend, she thought, you know, maybe she was just going to start a family by herself and be alone and, and uh, and we're just so lucky we found each other because we truly just are the perfect partners for each other. It's so clear. Um, what was she most worried about over the weekend? Like, did she have something she would come to you and be like, hey, this I'm worried about, this I'm worried about? Oh, where do I start, Hunter? Um, <laughs> you know, there's just a lot of things, right? Uh, I think the probably starting with Thursday, right? I mean, again, Paris Hilton in her wedding dress, so iconic. Obviously, it's been seen around the world. And my gosh, she was just stunning and elegant and graceful. And, um, but you know, even before the ceremony, it's not just, oh, let's go take a few photos. It's let's go and take some, what will end up being iconic photos. And so at one point on Thursday, uh, we tried to like get her started early and kind of do the run in a show, but it never quite works out. And, and she was stressed. And I said, we're going to not do any groomsmen or wedding party photos before the wedding. We're just going to nix that and give her some time. And uh, it was actually great because, because we didn't take photos before the wedding, um, I never saw her in her wedding dress legitimately until wow. she walked down the aisle. And so as people know, uh, or as people will see when they eventually see Paris in love, uh, I sobbed all the way down the aisle, just given the moment and just realizing that I was going to end up um, getting to marry Paris and just having this great life. And 
my gosh, when I saw her walk down the aisle in that dress, especially not having seen her in the dress, as everyone knows, the uh, tears were running fast and furiously. Just looked, she just looked so stunning. And it also just realizing that we were going to be together forever and just have this magical life. So, well, when you're crying, it's, I mean, obviously it's a beautiful moment. Is there any part of you that goes, Hey, keep it together, man. You're going to ruin, you're going to ruin your, <laughs> your eyes. You're going to be all wobbly thing. Or yeah. were you just like fully in the moment? I, you know, Paris had kept at telling me before the wedding, just promise me you won't cry. And I said, look, I, <laughs> I am not going to promise you. I'm not going to cry. I said, you should talk to your makeup team and get the anti running mascara or waterproof mascara. But, you know, the combination of just being so in love with Paris, um, Losing my dad four years ago and knowing how much it would mean to me uh, if he were there. Uh, the combination of those two things, um, I knew I would uh, cry from the get-go, and I definitely cried, <laughs> cried from the get-go. So I had, uh, uh, as I told my st- my uh, stylist, Andrew Whites, I said, I need a handkerchief. And he said, oh, no, we'll put one in the pocket. I was like, no, no, no. Ones that are like absorbent. Like I need the hefty, you know, like the quicker picker upper of handkerchiefs. Yeah. So I had one in each pocket and uh, I just kept wiping off the tears. But my gosh, I just feel like the luckiest guy in the world. And it was just so magical. Well, if anybody deserves to have a flood of happy emotions, it's you. You did a lot to kind of put that together i do think she had the fairy tale wedding and i'll ask her about it in a little bit now though the wedding weekend is over and it was a long wedding weekend i mean i i talked to people they were like i was wondering if i had to pick two days out of three because i knew i couldn't survive but everyone went which was amazing what was the um when it was all said and done what was the first thing you and paris wanted to do ah And I think you made a good point, Hunter. One of the things I was talking to Kathy Hilton yesterday, she said, you know, I thought, you know, Rick and I and our friends were like, oh, neon carnival. We'll just go by for a few minutes to be polite. They said, oh my gosh, that was the best. We stayed till the close and everything like that. So uh, it it was fantastic. But uh, for us, everyone had told me prior to the wedding is just try to soak up every moment. It's just going to go quickly, um, and it's just so fleeting. And so the first thing we did when we woke up yesterday was just start trying to look at the photos and relive the moments, capture them, um, because, gosh, just so many magical moments throughout the weekend. And I love, in retrospect, that we did the three different nights. Obviously, it was really challenging during COVID um, to be able to celebrate with as many people as possible. And I think each night was just so authentic to – Paris, right? On Thursday, you had this fairy tale princess wedding. Mm -hmm. Friday, you know, as I would always say to people, if you don't know Paris, it's probably unexpected. But if you know Paris, there's no place (laughs) you'd rather be than a carnival and especially a neon carnival. And then Saturday was nice just to actually just let loose, have fun, and just kind of you know, there's a lot going on at any wedding. But as I always, as I explain to people throughout the weekend, I don't think people can understand the pressure and all the demands on P on a weekend like that. And so I love the fact that we changed tradition and did the wedding on the first night, obviously being 11, 11, it had, it just meant so Mm -hmm. much to her and and new beginnings and knowing, 
as the definition of 1111 is that we will have angels watching over us, which uh, who doesn't love that, right? So that's right. that's good, right? And uh, so I think it worked out great. I think it worked out amazing. And uh, I'm thankful that I got to go. So thank you guys. Uh, my last question for you is a honeymoon. What's the plan? Oh, we are just so looking forward to relaxing. Paris has worked so, so, so much this year, as have I. And so, yeah, when we leave uh, later tonight, we'll be gone for the rest of the year. It's kind of good timing with Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, Amazing. right? So we'll get seven weeks and uh, a lot of Netflix and chilling, a lot of kisses <laughs> and cuddles. We're going to start in Bora Bora and then go to the Caribbean, then I think London, and then maybe skiing, and then maybe Morocco, and then maybe uh, Seychelles. Maybe or these definitely? Well, it's a good question, Hunter. Uh, <laughs> as you know, we weren't exactly uh, planned. Uh, we didn't exactly plan the wedding well in advance. Yeah. So like every weekend, I would have the things that had to get done for that week. Honeymoon has been on the list for like four weeks. We have probably the first two weeks planned, and then that's on today's to-do list to figure out the rest. We kind of know where we want to go, but haven't had quite the time to nail down all the details. Maybe you should just leave a week somewhere in there that is completely unplanned, and if you want to stay in whatever country you're in, stay. If you want to go somewhere completely might be nice. And I don't think that that's Paris's normal way of doing things, <laughs> or yours. I think it could yeah. be really interesting. But either way... You're going to have an amazing time. I hope you enjoy every second of it. And again, congratulations on a beautiful, beautiful wedding. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amazing wedding, and it's going to be an amazing honeymoon. And then, as everyone knows, we're going to come back in 2022 and, and start our family. So we're excited. Congratulations, uh, you guys. Make sure to check out the series when it comes out to get all these details. But now we're going to talk to uh, Miss... Paris herself. Get ready. This is Paris. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From football playoffs to basketball madness, 
TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Okay, well, Carter, just like a wedding... Now is the main event where the bride walks in, and it is Paris Hilton. Hi, Paris. How are you feeling? I am on cloud nine. I just feel so happy. I'm a wife. Like I'm just so excited for this next chapter, and I'm just so in love and just feel like the luckiest girl in the world. Well, I feel like there's been some, uh, uh, inevitably, articles and photos that have come out as much as you guys did to, to keep some things private. Uh, a lot of stuff was already so talked about. Specifically, your dress was, I mean, stunning. And the photos from that Thursday event were everywhere. Every time I opened Instagram, it was someone posting it. And Hunter, before I, sorry to interrupt no, you, but not just one dress. I mean, let's talk about all, all of the them. dresses. Yeah. I think there are four or five on day one. Then there was the neon dress, and then there was the Saturday night dress. So let's give all the, the dresses the due respect, because Paris looks stunning in every yeah. single one of them. So Paris, how was that? How was changing? Was it was every dress what you wanted? Did everything go off the way you wanted it to? Everything, it was like a dream come true. I felt like a princess. I was really inspired by Princess Grace Kelly. She was just the most beautiful and elegant bride, and just so timeless and iconic. So I was really channeling her and my dress was a custom made Oscar de la Renta, which my friends Fernando and Laura designed for me. And we all just talked about it together and just coming up with different ideas. And then the star dress that I wore on Saturday night, which was one of the most stunning dresses I've ever seen in my life. Just like I felt like a sparkling, shining star. (laughs) And then we had like the little short party dress that I wore after the gown. I had a lot of outfit changes by some amazing, amazing designers. Um, I felt so proud. Was, uh, let's see, on Thursday night, you had the wedding dress, the first the dance dress, right? Galia dress, yes. Then you had... Then I changed into a Jenny Packham dress with a beautiful crystal gown with a crystal cape. Yep, and then we went with a fourth dress, which was the short Oscar dress. Is that right? Yeah, then I went back. <laughs> <laughs> so many people. It felt like a runway show. Yeah, and but the, the best part of it was every time Paris re-walked into the room with an outfit change, everyone got up on their feet and clapping and trying <laughs> to grab her hand and going, "Oh my God, she looks so stunning!" And it was like wow. this awesome moment four times. And then every time she'd go for an outfit change, I would grab her hand. I'd say. 
we have to run out of the room because no one's going to let you out of the room. So we'd run out of the room quickly. Everyone would be sad. And then she'd come back to the standing ovation, which is just awesome. Uh, yeah. People fret over one outfit change at a wedding and you managed to pull off, like you said, a runway show. Uh, but you also mentioned the first dance. How was that? I mean, that's such a special moment. Well, it was my favorite song, Just the Way You Are by Bruno Mars. That is a song that's always been special to us. So I thought it was the perfect first dance song. But um, it wasn't like a choreographed dance like I think most couples like practice for months and months. But Carter and I obviously have insanely busy schedules. Mm -hmm. So we did our first dance lesson with Artem and um, that went amazing. And then... I've been friends with Robin Anton. She created the Pussycat mm-hmm. Dolls and we've been friends for many years. So then she came over a couple days before the wedding to do another dance class, to do another dance lesson. Um, but uh, yeah, when it just came to it, I was so nervous. I'm not like a trained ballroom dancer by any means. So I just kind of winged it. I had such a gorgeous Galia dress that literally looked like Cinderella the fabric was all sparkling. So it just looked like this glittery ball gown from like a Disney movie, just swinging around the whole room. And I think Carter and I killed it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We were looking at this funny photo that was in one of the publications and it said, Carter awkwardly looks, rehearses his wedding speech in the hallway. And it actually wasn't me rehearsing my wedding speech that I knew I was good for. But on the back of uh, my speech, I'd written down notes because when we were kind of learning a few dance moves from Robin, we videotaped it. So it said, go around the room, meet in middle, spin, dip, spin out, come behind her. And so I was just trying to remember those. And so I think we did a pretty good job, P. I mean, I know we did a great job, but we did like kind of half the moves and then Paris just stunned the crowd, spinning around in that gorgeous dress, lighting up the room with her smile. So... And then I spun her around, and that's always a crowd pleaser. Uh, people love that. Well, you guys did uh, an incredible job in front of a lot of people. I feel like I have to say some of the names that were there, Jaden Smith, Evan Ross, Paula Abdul, Emma Roberts, Ashley Benson, Kim Petras, Megan Trainer, Demi Lovato. And then, of course, what took over a lot of uh, everyone's minds was seeing this uh Blessing from the past come by, Nicole Richie and Kim Kardashian, both there, two like iconic friends of Paris's, all in one room. How was that? It was just a magical just to be with all my friends there and just to celebrate the most important day of my life. And um, yeah, I'm just, it was just a dream come true. Just the whole thing has just been like a fairy tale. And we all had the best time and everybody looked so beautiful. Nicole and Kim looked gorgeous. Their gowns were amazing. Demi saying, I will always love you, which was incredible. Everyone in the room was crying, giving standing ovations. Demi's voice and range, just absolutely incredible. And everybody was over the moon listening to Demi. Yeah, I could imagine. And then uh, you had other performers uh, Saturday night or Friday night, you had Diplo, which was such a fun wedding choice. Uh, This was at the Neon Carnival. Uh, Did you just text him and say, hey, you down to do this? Actually, the first day that we announced our engagement, he wrote in the comments, I'm DJing that wedding. And then after that, I saw him out. I was like, were you serious? He's like, yeah, of course. 
And then we saw him again and um, I was making sure because obviously his schedule is probably as crazy as ours. Mm -hmm. And he said, yes, I'll be there. So I love him. He's been a friend for many years and everybody was just so excited when he got up on the decks. He is amazing. And we also had Beat Breaker and Electric Polar Bears and our friends and Freeman. So it was an amazing lineup. And I just felt like I, I'm such a kid at heart. So having a neon carnival was just like such a perfect night for me. I really thought, Pete, I thought we were going to see you on the DJ decks. You were in the DJ booth with Diplo a few other times, but I thought I'd heard a rumor that you asked someone to pack your sparkly headphones. So I thought you were going to get on the decks at some point. I was going to, but I feel like I'm the bride. So maybe I should just take you know, not work that night. <laughs> I think you made the right decision. Uh, one thing that I absolutely love is that Kim Petras performed at the wedding with you walking down the aisle, right? Yes, it was so amazing. That actually happened when she came over for the podcast a couple weeks ago. I remember. And I asked her, I'm like, would you sing at my wedding? And she was like, oh my God, that would be such an honor. That'd be so iconic. So I'm so grateful that she did it. It was so beautiful, just before I was about to walk down the aisle, the first song that she sang was Stars Are Blind. So I was waiting out there and I could hear hear her singing it. I was like, oh no, I'm literally going to start crying even before I go down the aisle. And it was just so beautiful to hear her doing that. And then when I was walking down the aisle, she sang the song, Can't Help Falling In Love. It was just so beautiful and so perfect and so romantic. And I'm just so grateful because she was actually on tour and flew home all the way back from Europe to Los Angeles just to do this for me and then get back right on the plane to go on tour. So I just, thank you, Kim. I love you so much, sis. Paris, wait till you watch the video of the wedding. You'll see how much I cried from the minute I started walking out with my mom. Then I composed myself for about two minutes on the altar. Then when Kim started singing, I bawled some more. And then finally... As I tell people, it was so great that I actually legitimately had not seen you in your wedding dress. And when I saw you turn the corner down the aisle, then it was end of days, the tears of joy, realizing I was going to get to spend the rest of my life with you. And I could not stop myself. Someone told me they thought they were going to have to call a paramedic because I was <laughs> sobbing and breathing and trying to get my composure. Uh, that's cute. Paris, did you cry a lot? Did you cry at all? What, what was your cry meter at? I was crying starting even at the rehearsal the night before, just walking into that house because that was my grandfather's old estate and it was always a dream of mine to get married there one day. So just walking in and seeing the tent and just seeing all the flowers and the aisle and everything, I was just it's very emotional. And then when I was actually about to get married and walk down the aisle, I could see, I was kind of peeking through a window and I could see Carter just... <laughs> so many tears coming down his face like in his hysterics crying I was like oh no and I was like trying to hold it in as much as possible and um I, I was holding my composure because it was just such a magical and special moment um but I I um I kept it in pretty much I, I was very good with that because I just I, I didn't want any uh running mascara <laughs> <laughs> you did do a good job Paris I knew I was in trouble when um, when I was doing my final rehearsal with my flash mob crew on Wednesday, Paris had gone to uh, do something on site at Brooklawn. And so I then all come to our house. There's a dance studio as part of the neighborhood. 
And I was just telling them how much it meant to me that they were going to surprise Paris with this flash mob. And I, and these are 10 or 12 people that I never met before they came together for this flash mob. I'd done two rehearsals for that with them. And I just started bawling, telling them how much it meant to me that they were going to do this on my special day. And I said, if I'm crying at the flash mob dress rehearsal before any of the festivities, I do not stand a chance. Uh, well, you were right. You did not stand a chance. But if, if there's ever a time to cry, it's marrying the love of your life. I overheard from two people at the wedding that Kim Kardashian asked to uh, have the bouquet thrown to her, which I think is very, very sweet. Uh, how'd that conversation go? <laughs> I love her. She looked so beautiful. And yeah, she joked with me and was like, oh, throw me the bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I'm, I'm so bummed. I forgot to even do that part. And that's such a big part of the wedding. I, I was, we were having the best time. There was all these performances, speaking to all my friends, my parents' friends. It was just so many fun things are happening that I forgot to throw my bouquet. Mm. But I would have thrown it to her if I had remembered to actually do that part. <laughs> You're such a non-traditional bride, Paris. You broke every tradition. You snuck out on the night before the wedding and spent the night with me. We changed it up and did an amazing joint bachelor bachelorette party. You didn't throw the bouquet. You, you threw me on carnival, didn't you? Yeah, you didn't even read from the paper. No, my vows. I just, I just, I spoke from my heart, and because I wrote them, like, I literally wrote them as I was walking to the aisle like on my phone and then like been like somebody print this out it was it was very very stressful because so many things were happening um <laughs> oh yeah and I didn't wear the veil in front of my face down the aisle as well because during rehearsal we did it and my dad lifted it and got my lipstick all over it so I was like maybe let's just not wear the veil because I don't want to have another like ounce of stress at this point. And Hunter, yeah. this is a real story. I Most people had left on the rehearsal on Wednesday. I circled back to see where Paris was and there's Rick and Kathy and they were lifting up and practicing it. And then uh, I, I appreciated that attention to detail. Yeah, I love that. This is Paris. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Pierce, I was there an impromptu dance with your mother and Paula Abdul on Thursday? Yes, my mom and Paula got on stage and they were performing all of her iconic hits. And it Incredible. was just everybody was dancing, just having the best time. It was it was really it was just so much fun. There's a lot to dance to because you also had Macy Gray perform on Saturday, which incredible i love macy i've known her for many years and everybody in the audience was singing along to it and that was just like another really fun surprise for everyone because we just wanted to have surprises throughout the whole weekend you know what i loved about macy it was obviously she sang she had one of her people on on the piano but then the other guy was just do you know paris he was just like on a wood box he was just tapping the wood box for like the third sound or something just kind of fun and I was singing with her, too. Yeah, everybody was singing. I think your mom got up on the stage on Saturday night and performed a couple songs, which was hysterical and also really good, surprisingly good. Uh, she has an amazing voice. My mom actually had a record deal and was doing an album right before she got pregnant with me. And wow. then she just decided she wanted to be a mom instead. Well, it all all that uh, energy and uh singing got passed through the generations because uh, people were, uh, everybody in the family, I feel like, was singing along with your mother. I was looking out into the crowd and it was incredible. I do want to also bring up uh, the gentleman who performed, Jake Wesley Rogers. He performed on the pink piano that was on stage. Was that inspired by you? Uh, The pink piano, yes, it was. Wow. Beautiful. And he flew in from London. Yeah, he, it was such a beautiful piano, and he he performed one of my favorite songs called Your Song by Elton John, and he flew in directly from London just to perform, and was just, he just lit up the room. It was, he had this crazy fun outfit on, and just such a beautiful voice. He was so good. Everybody was so good. Are there any performers that I'm missing thus far? trying to think of everyone there were so many politic was so much fun spinning on saturday as well mm-hmm. and beat breaker who does all my birthday parties i love him he's one of my favorites yeah the music was good every single night it was <laughs> phenomenal you guys really made an event that i'm so happy to hear that it was your fairy tale wedding for both of you but it was also such a fairy tale for everybody who got to go because it was there was so many great things everywhere you looked people were having a nice time there was great food great drinks 
uh, great performers, obviously. So thank you uh, on behalf of everybody who came. <laughs> uh, what I what I loved the most about Thursday night it was it was just so authentic to mine and Paris's relationship, and I think people just saw why we're just the absolute perfect couple. Whether it was us supporting each other throughout the night, or whether it was the tears of happiness, or thinking about those who weren't with us. You know, Paris was just so incredibly authentic when she threw down her vows and just started speaking from the heart. Um, at one point, I did a flash mob to surprise her. I forget, uh, Paris, what did Nikki say? I think we tried to kiss 11 times during the ceremony before they actually said we could kiss the bride. Is that, is that what Nikki said? You tried to kiss me. I definitely <laughs> tried to kiss you. I was like, let's go, Reverend Clint. We got to keep this show on the road. Can you please tell me that I can kiss the bride? But, you know, <laughs> there's not many. I can't remember a ceremony that I've ever been to where people were crying and then they were laughing and clapping. And it was just, it just was so authentic and so true. And I think that's what everyone left the weekend with. I mean, your your aunt Kyle came up to me and she said, you know, we didn't really know you that well before this weekend, but my gosh, you two are just perfect for each other. The way I see you look at her, the way I see you attend to her, the way I see you kiss her forehead, the way she holds your hand, the way you guys laugh and kiss and love and giggle and be goofy. And so uh, it was just so authentic for me. I love Couple that. goals. Definitely couple goals. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like Kyle really hides her feelings that much. If she doesn't like you, she's going to let you know. Um, well, that's beautiful. That's really fantastic. Paris, what was your favorite moment of Thursday night? It's hard to pick one because there was just so many incredible moments. But one of my favorites was just walking down the aisle in that stunning gown and just looking at everyone, just smiling and like with tears in their eyes and seeing you up there your big smile and like you with little tears and it was just like making me just I don't know just like was like a dream come true and then after they said I now pronounce you man and wife and we kissed and like just walked down everybody was clapping and just so happy like that was just such a surreal moment and what did you think of my flash mob by the way did I do a good job dancing you're a very good dancer, yes. Well done. I was very surprised. Not easy for a tall a tall man to dance. So this is this is doubly impressive. Yeah, have you know Paula Abdul came up to me afterwards and said, "You got some moves, Carter. I'm impressed." <laughs> that's uh that's incredible. Well, the wedding, I it seems like from everything you've said, it went off as good if not much better than expected. Oh yeah, Paris, should we tell Hunter and everyone about the helicopters, the drones? Yeah, you can tell. Well, so leading up to the wedding, there were drones all over the property, helicopters, things like that. So when I went to go check out of the property on Monday, I said, we're going to have to figure this out. There's drones everywhere, helicopters. And it was really important for Paris that no one sees her in her wedding dress until after the wedding. And so we kind of had built tunnels. So from the house into the tent, she was never exposed. But then I reached out to my friend who owns Santa Monica Airport and I found a company that does kind of drone detection because there's no way to create an airspace above the property unless they said we were inviting the president. And that seemed like it was going to be difficult on 48 hours notice. 
So we hired this company called White Fox Security, and basically they set up a radar around the property. So whenever anybody would launch a drone, we would see it on the radar. They would move into where the drone operator is with LAPD and offer and issue them a citation and make them bring down the drone. So at one point, Paris wanted to go outside and take this iconic photo that now everybody has seen of her in her wedding dress before the yeah. wedding. And so, you know, we were playing this cat and mouse game. So I stood at the front door and I was with the, the radar operator and I was waiting for the all clear. So I say all clear and Paris and the designers and the photographers, they all run to the front. And so Paris is taking these photos and all of a sudden the, the radar operator texts chopper. So you just hear me yelling chopper, chopper, cover Paris. And all of a sudden, everyone covered her with kind of big pieces of cardboard and, and secured the package. And then, you know, we waited a few minutes. We got the all clear. They uncovered Paris there in her wedding dress, all covered up so the helicopters couldn't get the first photo. And it was, those are kind of the moments that make the weekend so special that <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see the wedding video of all clear. No, chopper, chopper, protector, everyone jumping on her and then all clear again. So people don't realize those photos that went all around the world of her looking stunning and elegant and graceful, they were not easy to get. It was, no. uh, you know, it was touch and go. Sounds yeah, like it. Yeah, it was really stressful. It was so stressful just having to worry about that. There was so many paparazzi outside. People were trying to climb the gates. We had security everywhere. There was drones, helicopters. It was just, you know, I'm, I'm used to this. I've been doing this for a long time, but this is like the most important day of my life. And the last thing I wanted was some blurry drone shot to be the first photo of people to see me in my gorgeous Oscar gown. So, um, yeah, that was, that was uh, quite the uh, <laughs> adventure that day. We took down 25 drones in the sky and we had three people try to smuggle cell phones in their underwear, but were thankfully caught by the metal detectors. And no, Hunter, we will not name names of who the underpant iPhone smugglers were. Are they friends or family or just celebrities? Friends. Oh, those bastards. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys did every, and again, weddings are never easy, but with all these obstacles, you pulled it off. And now it is time to take Paris. What I got to imagine is the first two month break you've taken in your entire life. Yes. <laughs> when, when's the last, I mean, I know you guys had the pandemic, but you were still, you know, getting things done and working from home and everything. Two months off, are you excited? Are you a little bit nervous that that's like a lot? I can't wait. We need this vacation so much. <laughs> it's just been such a crazy, busy, hectic schedule. And we're excited to start a family soon. So, you know, I feel like this is one of our last trips of us, just us two together. That's what I love about being when Paris and I are together. Sometimes, I don't know if it's the same way for you, Paris, but it feels like... There's no one else in the world but the two of us. And at least for the next seven weeks, it will literally be no one else in the world but the two of us that we just get to spend all that time together. Well, tonight we are actually flying out. My mom is coming, my dad, my brother, his wife, my other brother. So it was, it's going to be a family vacation for the first week, which we cannot wait. That's so fun. That's so great. Yeah, it's so great the first week just to get the whole family together. And then six weeks, just the two of us. But it will be really special to have her entire family with us for the first week. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And you have, uh, I, I kind of heard the plans, but there's London, there's Morocco, there's some skiing, Paris. What are you most looking forward to uh, location-wise or activity-wise with the honeymoon? I'm just so excited to travel the world together with my husband and just to make new memories and have adventures and go to places I've never been and kind of just do like a honeymoon world tour and just go to so many different beautiful exotic and romantic locations. I love that for you guys. I think you'll have an amazing time. I think treasure these last few moments because when you get back, things might possibly change for the busier all over again, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Stay tuned because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of fun things happening uh, in 2022. And also make sure to go to my new website. We are relaunching. So check it out, parishilton.com. I'm going to be posting photos, videos, blog posts. So that's where you guys can get all the wedding intel. Okay, well... If you guys enjoyed hearing about this amazing weekend, then you'll love seeing the build up to it. Paris and Love started airing Thursday, the night of the wedding, and now it's airing every Thursday. You do not want to miss it. It's on Peacock, uh, so go sign up and enjoy and watch Paris and Love as Paris falls in love. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS. And follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of E's Nightly Pop at Hunter March. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 